0: Radio Network. And now chewing the fat with Jeff Fisher. Yum Yum. KFC is opening a fried chicken themed pop-up hotel with a, a press for chicken button in every room. Nice. I know. Now, the cost is gonna be a $154 a night, and guests can get up to $139 worth of free chicken during their stay. That's it though. Uh, only $139 worth. They want to prevent overconsumption. Do you? Well, it's in London. The House of Harland Hotel would open in London for 11 nights between August 18th and the 29th. Ha. <sighs> so, um a black Cadillac which KFC calls the Colonel Mobile will pick up guests and take them to the pop-up hotel where their own chick-in clerk will greet them. Ha! Guests will have access to a private cinema, hot winger arcade machine, a chicken concierge service. I just have to push that press for a chicken button. (laughs) You can book one night, one night stays, for a maximum of two people. And it's going to take uh, bookings starting the 11th of August. So if you're listening live today, it is the 10th of August. So if you're listening live, tomorrow is the day that you can start booking for your House of Harland stay. You can book for six of the 11 nights. Two nights are reserved for select KFC guests. And one is for a KFC competition winner. Not sure what's going to happen on those other nights. All the money raised is going to go toward the KFC Foundation. And when you look at the picture of the uh, the room, you're looking at uh, just wallpaper to an arcade machine, towels, fried chicken will never, never, ever be far from your thoughts. I would love to go to London for this. I'd love to go to London anyway. I've only been in London once, and really it was just a quick stay at Heathrow Airport. And Heathrow, I know London has like, I don't know, a thousand different airports. Heathrow is technically not in London, right? I'm not sure about that. It's the London International Airport, and it serves London, but it might not be technically London. It still counts. I'm still counting it as being in London at least once in my life. Welcome, welcome to Chewing the Fat. Okay, I know the country is in trouble, right? I mean, we have the Department of Homeland Security saying that they've observed an increasing but modest level of activity online by people who are calling for violence in response to the baseless claims of the 2020 election fraud and related to conspiracy theory that former President Donald Trump will be reinstated. Some conspiracy theories associated with reinstating former President Trump have included calls for violence if desired outcomes are not realized. This, of course, coming from the DHS Office of Intelligence and Analysis. And they issued a bulletin on that. Oh, okay. Now, according to this story, there is no evidence that shows there was widespread voter fraud in the 2020 election. Okay. And I know uh, climate change is causing major problems around the world. And we had the new report from the uh, IPCC, the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, which falls under the United Nations, And it's going to get worse. It's definitely, uh, unequivocally, human activity is causing climate change. And some of that change (laughs) is irreversible. So it's impacting every corner of the world. We know that. We know that. I mean, we've got fires burning all over the world, really. I mean, the Dixie Fire in California is now the second largest recorded wildfire in California's history. And it was ignited on July 13th. Winds have sent the flames towards small towns. Uh, When this story was printed, it was 21% contained. Maybe that's gone up a little bit. But it's destroyed over 463,000 acres. That may have also gone way up since this story was printed. And they're looking for, you know, high temps and dry conditions to cause even more havoc with the Dixie fire and they've seen, we've seen record fires and heat waves and wildfires across the globe, Greece, Turkey. And of course we got the, you know, IPCC report. And it's saying that uh, human activity is causing climate change. And right now it's irreversible. So we've got that going for us, but really all I care about is a story that I found. <laughs> <laughs> that's looking at whether men and or women Britons and or United States citizens can beat animals in a fight. I know it's a yougov study. It's awesome. So 45% of Britons think it hey, was all Britain today. Okay. I mean, these people are not only in London. I mean, they're all over the United Kingdom. Uh, 45% of Britons think they could beat a goose in a fight. Do you think you could beat a goose in a fight? (laughs) Now, only uh, two animals, a rat and a house cat, were over 50%. 66% and 67% believe that they could beat a house cat and a rat in a fight. Medium-sized dog, 38%. 38% Of Britons? Kidding me? You can fight a medium-sized dog. Come on now. An eagle? Ooh, that'd be a tough one. 18% think they could beat an eagle in a fight. 13% believe they could beat a large dog. And then it goes down to 10 and below with a chimpanzee, a king cobra, a kangaroo, a wolf, a crocodile, a grizzly bear, an elephant. 2% think they could beat an elephant in a fight. Good luck. God bless. A lion? A lion? And a gorilla. All those are 2%. That's just, those are just guys going, yeah, I could beat them. No, no problem. So men, of course, are more likely than women to think they can win animal fights. I know. Don't look at me like that. I get it. That's horrific. How dare you think that men are different from women? But this is a YouGov study, a, a poll. Not me. I'm just reporting it. Okay. Okay. So again, this is Britain now, Britain's, all right, so 57% of women feel they could beat a rat, 77% of men believe that they could beat a rat. Yeah, so overall, in the earlier poll, 67% believe they could beat a rat, but when you break it between men and women, 77% of men, 57% of women, 58% of women believe they could beat a house cat in a fight. 75%. More men believe they could beat a rat than a cat. Come on now. Come on. 32% believe. Women believe they could beat a goose in a fight. <laughs> 58% of men believe that they could beat a goose. 54% of men believe they could beat a, beat a medium-sized dog. And only 23% uh, could beat a medium-sized dog. As far as women go. Um. More men believe they could beat the rest of these animals, the eagle, the large dog, the chimpanzee, the king cobra, the kangaroo, the wolf, the crocodile, the grizzly bear, the elephant, the lion, and the gorilla. That's Britain now. Now, let's go to the Americans. Americans are more confident than than the Britons as far as (laughs) all these animals go. That's right. We're not messing around, okay? Overall, Americans, 72%. Believe we could beat a rat? Yeah, that's right. Over your sixty-seven percent, that's because we're tougher. We're not taking your rats. Sixty-nine percent of Americans believe they could beat a house cat. Really? Only sixty-nine percent. All right. Sixty-one percent believe they could beat a goose. Yeah. Only. I knew that was well. Forty-five percent of Britons think they could beat a goose. You could beat a goose. Sixty-one <laughs> percent. And that's it over fifty percent. The rest are below fifty percent the medium sized dog americans forty nine percent almost fifty percent and then it drops significantly with the the rest of the animals from eagle to the grizzly bear, thirty percent and down, but still all categories more than Britons. yeah, that's right. It's because we're America, damn it now most uh Amer- most men, American and British men are pretty even with the rats and the house cats. Uh, it starts to break apart a little bit with the goose and the medium-sized dogs. Although it's pretty close, not a not a huge difference, really. You're looking at uh, fifty, sixty percent of men on the goose, and American men are over seventy. We're we're beating the goose. We bring the goose on, and it's pretty close to the medium-sized dog, too, sixty to fifty-five percent. But then uh, when you start breaking down uh, some of the other animals. And you start to get apart a little bit. And most Americans are pretty even with American women as far as the tougher animals like a crocodile, an elephant, a gorilla. You're not beating an elephant. I'm sorry. I, these people are saying they're at about 10%, 9% American men and women. At least the Brits are smart. <laughs> I will say that. At least the Brits are like, yeah, no, we're not beating that. You guys go ahead. Go ahead. Take, take them down. See if you can take that gorilla down. You know what? A grizzly bear is all you. You go ahead. Take that. <laughs> American men and women are like, I'll we'll take that fight. I'm 10%. I'm the 10%. I'll take that fight. Will ya? Will you? <laughs> and speaking of those fires earlier that are burning all over the world and specifically here in the U.S., Uh, If you're looking for work, they are looking for firefighters. They're saying uh, that uh, they cannot find enough firefighters. Man, they cannot find enough people to work any job. Oh, well, almost any job. Uh, Something has to change. I don't know what. Maybe you pay them more. (laughs) Oh, my God. Isn't that that what Joe Biden said? Pay them more. Pay them more. So according to this, there's uh, shortages at all levels. So, one guy who quit a couple years ago, this was interviewed and he said he's getting emails, multiple emails, saying, hey, uh, why don't you come back? Why don't you come back? And he's saying no now because the pay is typically 15 to $18 an hour. Wow. Benefits are rare and higher wages for overtime means putting your life at risk. Now, he said he misses the work and, uh, you know, makes him feel guilty not going back to it. I'm sure his wife is like, no, we're good. Uh, We're good right now. We work as an outdoor guide and uh, we're fine. You don't need to go be fighting fires. But there are fires right now. They're talking about um, 100 active fires nationwide. 2.2 million acres have burned so far this year, which is you know, a million more than the same time last year. And you're looking at, they have about 10,000 wildline firefighters on staff and they about 3,000 of whom are just seasonal employees and they need more. So if you're looking for a gig, man, you can go fight wildfires. It does, I mean, for me, (laughs) it does not, I love you. If you're a wildfire firefighter, bless your heart. Go get them. I love you, but for me, you're going to have to pay me a lot more than 15 to 18 bucks an hour to go out there and fight for wildfires a lot more. And I hate to sound like, uh, you know, our greeter in chief, but pay them more. And yes, I called him greeter in chief. A great tweet this morning from, uh, Iota of a pad Uh, Biden can call it a day whenever he wants because he's not actually running the country anyway. He's the political equivalent of a retiree greeting people at Walmart. And that is his new name. He is hashtag greeter and chief. If you send me any kinds of tweet at all at Jeffy JFR and you're talking about our president, I want the hashtag greeter and chief. I'm going to do that myself as well. I love that. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink. Oh man. Oh man. Does that sound good and it's an ice cold beverage from the old brew. Oh. So good. So big news in the Kelly Clarkson divorce case with her husband or ex Brandon Blackstock, you know, they've got the big Montana ranch and the headlines are all Clarkson won't be paying a dime towards the Montana ranch saying that the judge sided with the singer agreeing. She's not on the hook for the massive property. Now, according to some of the documents that were released, the ranch cost about 81000 a month to cover all expenses in running the ranch. You know, just 81000 a month. Duh. However, let me say this. She's going to be on the hook for paying a bunch of money for her kid's school. I guess she has to pay 70% of the tuition for and other costs for the children's private school education, which I'm surprised she's not... Paying for it all, to be honest. But uh, she also is going to pay Blackstock $150,000 a month for spousal support. And she's going to have to pay $45,601 every month for child support. So he's still going to get, according to this, $195,000 a month. From Kelly, plus she's going to pay for seventy percent of the kids' private education. So he's still going to be making, you know, almost two hundred thousand a month. I think now I I'm not good at math, so maybe you can figure it out. If you can figure it out, you know, and email me chewingthefatattheblaze dot com and let me figure out that one hundred and ninety five thousand dollars. Is that more than the 81,000 a month that it costs to keep the ranch? I just, you know, I'm just wondering. It seems like it is. <laughs> it seems like her not paying for the ranch is just a, you know, saying she's not going to pay an extra 81,000 a month. <laughs> so, Kelly, if you, you know, if you that means you're saving money and you need a place to drop an extra 80 grand a month, I'm here for you. Call me. And I know that divorce is not fun. It's never fun. And it most certainly isn't fun in this situation. She's working hard and she's got two or three jobs and she's making all kinds of money. And hubby is, uh, you know, Mr. Ditz and taking her to the cleaners and they've got the kids to worry about. I get it. I I get it. Okay, I got it. But, you know, it just seems like to me that that's awful. That's a sweet deal on his part. It really is. And, you know, I hope it works out and makes everybody happy because you want the kids to be happy, right? Once the kids are gone, then you can tell him to take a hike and burn the freaking ranch down. I'm not paying you another dime. Until then, you got to play nice. You see where Britney Spears said she was going to, I guess, wave goodbye to social media. Right. I saw that uh, trending yesterday was Judge Penny is corrupt. Because she denied Brittany's request to suspend Jamie as her conservator. And they wanted to move up her trial date from September to ASAP to right now. And the judge said, mm, no, uh, we're not doing that. So social media is done for. her. She's pissed. The judge is corrupt. And we're moving on. So the case still is taking place. In September, they just wanted it moved up. So, we'll see. I mean, hashtag free Britney. And if you think she's going to miss dancing around on her Instagram account, yeah, I think we are all mistaken because no way she says goodbye to that. No way. And more celebrities in the news. 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 Celebrities in the news. 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 I see where Christina Applegate. Wow. Really sad news about her, I think guess it's sad she said that she has multiple sclerosis and okay i hope that uh you know everything is okay she's been diagnosed with it they all the stories talk about what are the warning signs and it you know attacks your immune system attacks the nerve fibers and the substance that insulates the healthy nerve fibers in the brain and the spinal cord and The attack causes inflammation, which destroys nerve cell processes, altering electrical messages to the brain. It's unpredictable. It manifests differently in each patient, depending on the extent of the nerve damage. I mean, it's not fun. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, you can quote me on that. It is definitely not fun. And so I'm not real sure. You know, what's going to happen in the future? She's just saying that she's been diagnosed with it. Some people have a mild case of it. Some people have symptoms that go away and then come back 10 or 20 years later. So I'm not real sure where she's at in this MS battle. But if anyone can bring more light to this horrific disease, she can. So, I mean seriously good luck and god bless to christina applegate and i see susan sarandon we've talked about her before you know i i like susan sarandon i know that she's you know she's kind of a nightmare personally and her bio has her listed as an actress an activist and a producer oh okay she's not a egot winner but she's got an academy award a bafta award a sag award She's been nominated for an Emmy. She's got oh yeah, she's got an Emmy, and she's got a Golden Globe. She's on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. She doesn't have a Tony, right? <laughs> wow, does she suck? <laughs> Susan Sarandon, seventy-four, a non-egot winner. <laughs> but they keep showing up these articles because she was on some podcast called uh, "Divorced Not Dead," which I'm sure is great. And she was quoted from this podcast this year in 2021, where she said uh, she was asked if uh, what she looks for in a man. And she replied, I don't care if it's a man or a woman. I mean, I'm open to all age, all color. And all those for me, those things are just details. And I remember we talked about that before, but every time I turn around now, there's a new story about Susan Sarandon, Looking for a partner, age doesn't matter. None of that. None of that matters. Just details. She just wants someone to travel with and you know do stuff with. Susan, I mean, call me, okay? I'm sure we can get along. I'll I'll find I'll find a way to get along. Just just call me, okay? I mean, you could call the chewing the fat hotline, the fat line. Uh, 214-735-9356. Leave me a message. I'll call you back. Let me know how to get back a hold of you. You can uh, message me on Twitter at Jeffy JFR. You can message me on Instagram, Jeff Fisher Radio. You can even message me on Facebook if you want, Jeff Fisher Radio. Either way, just get a hold of me and let me know. We'll we'll uh we'll make it work. We'll make it work, I promise. Okay. <laughs> oh, and you know, I see where Harrison Ford has been vacationing with wife Callista Flockhart in a rare togetherness photo on vacation. And he's on break from filming because he hurt his shoulder, right? So he's off healing. And when you're healing, what better way to heal than travel the globe? <laughs> right? Right. Okay, who's with me? What do you say, dear? We go to Croatia? Yeah, let's go. But it got me thinking, and I, I doubt this very much, and I have not talked to Phelan Mackler about this but we know that My Son Hunter the movie you can go for more information to MySonHunterMovie.com we know that they are going to be filming in Croatia. Makes me wonder if Harrison Ford is just scoping out Croatia and he's going to be in My Son Hunter the movie. Wouldn't it be great if Harrison Ford were to play, I don't know Joe Biden? Right? I mean there's no way there is no way that that could happen because Harrison is, whew, he is, uh, he's a liker of Joe Biden. We'll just leave it at that. But wouldn't it be, it'd be awesome for Phelan. I need to talk to him and see if that's actually true because, uh, you know, I doubt it. Again, I doubt it. It's just I find it interesting that Callista and Harrison are vacationing while he's healing from his shoulder injury in Croatia. Perhaps, you know, getting a feel for the land, getting a feel for the, uh, the possibility of becoming Joe Biden in my son, Hunter, the movie with my Just a thought doubtful, but just a thought. The standoff at the border is heating up between Texas governor, Greg Abbott and the federal government. Politicians will never let a crisis go to waste. We have breaking news today on chewing the fat. As of this recording on chewing the fat, the 10th of August, 2021, we know now that Andrew Mark Cuomo, the American lawyer, author, and politician serving as the 56th governor of New York since 2011 has resigned. Yes. He's gone. Wow. He decided to walk out. I did not think that he would resign. I figured they'd have to drag him out. The pressure this guy must have been under to actually finally resign. Wow. I think that given the circumstances, the best way I can help now is if I step aside and let government get back to governing. And therefore, that's what I'll do. Oh, that's nice. Because I work for you. Do you? And doing the right thing is doing the right thing for you. Oh, my gosh. Because as we say, it's not about me. It's about we. <coughs> Kathy Hochul, my lieutenant governor, is smart and competent. This transition must be seamless. We have a lot going on. I'm very worried about the Delta variant. Are you? so should you be. But she can come up to speed quickly. And my resignation will be effective in 14 days. In 14 days? He's not even walking out now. He's going to take a farewell tour. What a douche. Okay, well, anyway, he's gone at the end of the month. 14 more days. All right. Come on, Andrew. Get the hell out. Speaking of douchebags, though, I see where Prince Andrew... Uh, had a lawsuit filed against him in Manhattan as well. Prince Andrew in federal court again. I don't know if you can, I don't know they you're going to drag him out of England, out of the United Kingdom and bring him over to try him. I don't know. So this is uh, all having to do with Jeffrey Epstein and Jelaine and Virginia Roberts. Uh, she is accusing him of uh, forced sex with the prince at, Maxwell's London home during the encounter Epstein, Maxwell and the prince, uh, forced the plaintiff, a child at the time to have sexual intercourse with the prince against her will. So we'll see, you know, a, I guess everybody believes her now that it was the truth, I guess, but, uh, we'll see. And we'll see if they can do anything about it. I'm not sure that, uh, the, they can do anything to the prince. Right? I mean, the Queen has got him pretty much shut down and sent away to the to the back <laughs> the backwoods of the United Kingdom, and so he's doing nothing. And all he has to do is stay there and keep his mouth shut and not do anything. So we'll see what happens with that. But you know, just another you know another case of douchebag in this on trial. And if you feel like you just want to get away from the douchebaggery. NASA is going to give you an opportunity to do just that. They're giving you an opportunity to live on fake Mars for a year. I know! The agency has opened up applications for four people to live in a 3D-printed Martian habitat it built inside its Houston headquarters. NASA will use this experiment to help prepare for actual missions to the Red Planet. You're going to go on simulated spacewalks, eat space food, grow crops. Oh, man. And you saw how, remember, Matt Damon growing crops? Yeah, grew uh, crops with his zone waste. And, man, it makes you want to eat those potatoes today. And you get to coexist with three strangers in a 1,700-square-foot room for a year. Now how bad do you want to do it? <laughs> now you must be an American citizen or a permanent U.S. resident. Sorry, it's just the rules that NASA has, don't? Don't be mad at me, Aged 30 to 55, you have to have a master's degree in science, engineer, or math-related field, or be a fighter pilot. Okay, well, I mean, now you're, you've cut the field down pretty low, and you must not uh, derive pleasure from looking out of windows, because there aren't any. <laughs> oh, okay, sure, no problem. I'm happy to do that for you. So all you have to do and be is an American citizen or permanent U.S. resident, age 30 to 55, and have a master's degree in science, engineer, or math-related field, or be a fighter pilot. And then you're in. No problem. You're good to go. Actually, probably a better gig would be the bartender at Spaceport for Elon Musk. So Elon's looking for a Spaceport mixologist. Who could whip up space-themed drinks next to the company's sprawling rocket factory in South Texas? I know. I think ah, that's a that's a better gig, and you don't have to be a, you know, you don't have to be a fighter pilot or a science, engineering, or math-related field master's degree. You don't have to do any of that. All you got to do is mix drinks and move to Boca Chica, Texas. So, I mean, that's where the SpaceX town and city and their starship rocket system is being built so all you have to do is uh, make themed drinks that's all that's just it the job description says uh, they're they're searching for candidates who have superior mixology experience with a focus in resorts bars and full service restaurants so good luck also, I mean, SpaceX, was the Boca Chica site, has a restaurant and another bar in one of the company's rocket building towers that overlooks the whole spaceport. I guess that one's called High Bar. So uh, it's looking pretty good. Uh, Musk has taken over down there in South Texas. Might not be a bad gig. Might not be a bad gig at all. I'm just trying to think of some kind of drinks that you'd have, you know, like the like the straight up, the uh, the butt burner. <laughs> oh, you see where I'm going, so I'll just go ahead and stop. Yeah. Plenty of news in the tech world. I see where Samsung uh, their unpacked event is coming up Thursday. Of this week in August, and they're going to, uh, you know, unfold their new foldable phone models. I-, I want one of those phone models bad. Uh, they just I'm not quite sure they're ready for everyday use yet, but they're coming. I mean, every year now, it's been a couple years, uh, you know, the first round was kind of crappy, and then they keep getting better and better. So we'll see how the new foldable phone models are looking. But, uh, originally, what a great idea! And I want one bad. So it's possible. It's possible that a foldable phone could happen in my near future. I see where uh, China is cracking down on tech companies. Really? Yeah. Well, it's, uh, you know those tech companies are pretty much their companies. Uh, you know, it's kind of a government-owned kind of thing. So uh, Tencent, the owner of Riot Games and the maker of Honor of Kings, which is the world's top-grossing game. In 2019 and 2020, I guess there was a big article in one of these state-owned newspapers. I, I like if it's not state-owned, uh, it's an illegal newspaper in the country. But anyway, they uh, had a big article about how gaming addiction in China was on the ra- on the rise and labeled it opium for the mind. Now the article then was deleted, and they republished the article without the opium for the mind. So, I guess they didn't run it by the powers that be before they actually released the first one. But investors kind of got a little shaky with Tencent shares. And so, it dropped quite a bit last week. Now, Tencent responded by banning all in-game purchases for minors and tightening the game limit on Play for Kids. Oh, that's special. So I know that the Chinese government has intensified its scrutiny of the country's tech giants over data security and monopoly concerns. Monopoly concerns. Stop it. So I really uh, find it weird that Tencent, uh, the Chinese company, uh, has 40% ownership of Fortnite, makers of Epic Games, 12% of Snap, 5% of Tesla, and 5% of Activation Blizzard. Really? Isn't that interesting? Isn't that interesting? Speaking of Blizzard, too, I see where uh, Blizzard president uh, J. Allen Brack is leaving the company over workplace harassment at the video game company. That's just it, though. Just workplace harassment. Don't worry about it. <laughs> He was named in a discrimination harassment lawsuit against the company, and he's leaving now to pursue other opportunities. Oh. Oh, okay. Uh, he's confident that the new people will run the place fine, and I appreciate uh, they'll do so with passion and enthusiasm, and they can be trusted to lead with the highest levels of integrity and commitment to the components of our culture that make Blizzard so special. Hmm. That's interesting, uh, what are those components there, Mr. Brock? I'm just wondering, just wondering. And I see where Apple has, uh, you know, they've been uh, stoking the fires a little bit with their new uh, their new features that uh, are supposed to clamp down on child abuse. That's special. The company said this new technology called NeuroHash will scan U.S. iPhones for images of child sexual abuse that have also been uploaded to the iCloud. If a photo is matched to one in an existing database of child pornography images, it will have a human team review its accuracy, then flag it for authorities. That's special. So they're just going to scan your phones for those images. And if an image pops up, well, then, you know, maybe we'll send it to the authorities. Maybe we won't. That's good. Now, many parents... And uh, governments across the world have been pressuring these tech companies to proactively root out the abusive content. But I got to tell you, um, you know, obviously, no one wants this child pornography and child sexual abuses and slavery. and, And, you know, we joke sometimes around about it a little bit, but in serious business, no one wants it. But it does seem to have some privacy aspects that... May end up being a little bit questionable, and for you know that whole all the people that say I'm not doing anything wrong, Uh, there's no child porn on my phone. Well, what if someone happened to put some child pornography in your iCloud and Apple scans it, finds it, and says, "Oh, hey, there's that is legitimate." We'll tell that to the authorities, and the authorities come knocking to your front door saying, "Hey." We were informed that you have uh, child pornography in your iCloud, and you're like, that's I don't know what you're talking about. I've never done that. Is this your account? Yes? Well, here's a picture we found in your iCloud., uh, deny it. Tell us how that got there. And if you can't, I mean, in today's world, good luck. You're not doing anything wrong, but yeah you are. So I, I don't know. I don't know how you how you get past the scanning technology and be, make it safe. I know, you know, Apple will tell you that it's safe. Oh, okay. Well, that's fine then. I believe you. Sure. (laughs) I mean, no problem. I mean, we know, we already have the tech giants. Facebook has been, they're on fire. People, they're already calling, heck, I, what was the article by, uh, Mark Burns, Or Ken Burns, Ken Burns. I'm talking about Mark Zuckerberg. Ken Burns, he called uh, Zuckerberg an enemy of the state who belongs in jail. (laughs) Now, a number of people would say, "Uh, Ken, you're right. (laughs) And other people would say, no, no, Ken, that's completely wrong. What are you talking about? And I see where Twitter has been banning more people that were saying Laurel Hubbard, the uh, transgender Olympic weightlifter, is bio- bio- bi- biologically a male. There, that's I can pronounce the word. And they are suspending people who are saying that, uh, oh, he's just a man. No, uh, well, no. So Twitter is just saying, well, we're just going to go ahead and suspend you then. Oh, okay. No problem. Um, fine. Just stop people from saying the truth. We all still know the truth. You realize that, right? Twitter, you you do realize that, right? Right. Anyway, and you're. We've talked before. We know that your privacy is pretty much gone. I know we do as much as we can uh, with ExpressVPN, who is a sponsor of the show here, uh, that hides your 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 IP account so you can be online anonymously which is great and i love it but as far as other privacy you know good luck i mean we have the story where amazon uh some of their clients are hunting down the customers that write bad reviews (laughs) now there's nothing that says they're coming to your door yet but if the way it works is if i sell something on amazon and I get a bad review, you get a bad review, right? And you don't get moved up. So no one wants bad reviews. So if I gave you a bad review and you're able to get a hold of me, you can email me and say, Hey, uh, we'll give you uh your money back and we'll give you a free product, take down your bad review, give us a good review, that'd be great. Now apparently they're not supposed to have the email addresses and information of the customers, but they do. Huh because they're supposed to communicate with the buyers through Amazon's built-in messaging platform. But apparently there's ways around that, and they're using it. So again, whose privacy is being kept? How much privacy do you have? I, and I know that Amazon is asking for your palm print. They want to be able to uh, credit your account if you give them your palm print, their new biometric palm print scanners, at Amazon One stores so you can just pay for goods in some stores by waving your palm print in front of the scanners. Don't worry about it, though. It's fine. It's almost, you know, like a fingerprint or a retina scan. or you're, It's fine. Just give it away to Amazon for a $10 credit. No, thank you. No, thank you. But again, I go back to security and safety. I... Is, is, do you have any out there? I guess we have to do the best we can with what we have, right? You could quote me on that. We have to do the best we can with what we have. I mean, American Airlines is just suing a website publishing system for stealing user credentials by pretending, you know, obviously, that they were a site affiliated with the airline. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, they've American has declined to comment because I think that this company was doing some work for American, and so they allowed a user to create a fake American website without verifying whether the person was affiliated with the company, and then they realized that the creating the account was not affiliated with American. If it had made any effort to do so, so it was some inside thing that was going on but we'll see uh, you know there these company this Jumala, provides free software for creating and launching websites hosted by cloud access platform so according to this cloud access and Jumala, so it's all big one cluster but what's in the middle of all that big one cluster your information so we have to do the best we can with what we have right I know I sounded like your mother there for a moment It's okay, baby. You just have to do the best you can with what you have. Speaking of your mom, I uh there's so many jokes there and I'm letting them go for you today. But I get this sent to me from time to time. And I feel like I've reminded you of this before, but I've you know I'm gonna go ahead and do it again because I feel like these are good, helpful tips for you in your life. This is tips to look after your husband from a 1950s home economics book. And first it talks about, have dinner ready. Plan ahead, even the night before. Have a delicious meal on time. This is a way of letting him know that you've been thinking about him and are concerned about his needs. Most men are hungry when they come home, and the prospects of a good meal are part of a warm welcome needed. Prepare yourself. Take 15 minutes to rest so you'll be refreshed when he arrives. Touch up your makeup and put a ribbon in your hair and be fresh looking. He's just been with a lot of work-weary people. Be a little gay and a little more interesting. His boring day may need a lift. This is just something to remind, you know, tips to look after your husband uh, to make things better in your home. Clear away the clutter. Make one last trip through the main part of the house just before your husband arrives. Gathering up school books, toys, and paper, etc. Then, you know what? Run a dust cloth over the tables. Your husband will feel he has reached a haven of rest and order. And it will give you a lift too, doggone it. You know what you could do? You could prepare the children too. Take a few minutes to wash the children's hands and faces. Comb their hair if necessary. Change their clothes. They are little treasures, and he'd like to see them playing the part. You know what else you could do is minimize all the noise. At the time of his arrival, eliminate all noise of washer, dryer, dishwasher, or vacuum. That should have already been done, really. (laughs) Try to encourage the children to be quiet. Be happy to see him. Greet him with a warm smile, and be glad to see him. Now, here's some don'ts. Don't greet him with problems or complaints. Don't complain if he's late for dinner. Count this as minor compared to what he might have gone through that day. Make him comfortable. Have him lean back in a comfortable chair or suggest he he lie down in the bedroom. Have a cool or warm drink ready for him. Arrange his pillow and offer to take off his shoes. And You know what? Speak in a low, soft, soothing, and pleasant voice. Allow him to relax and unwind a little bit. You know what else you could do is you could listen to him. You you know, you may have things to tell him, but as long as he's just arrived at home, it's not the time for you to tell him. Let him talk first. You know what? And never complain. Uh, It's not, not right when he comes home. Instead, try to understand his world of strain and pressure, his need to come home and relax. And remember your goal. Your goal of looking after your husband is try to make your home a place of peace and order where your husband can renew himself in body and spirit. I don't know why people keep sending me this, but I feel like they're good tips. They're good tips to remember for you women out there. <laughs> oh, you are never, never, Ever getting those days back ever and i know a lot of you women are saying you're damn right we're not those days aren't coming back and you can move on with your life i know i know i just like you know reminding you of the way things still could be